Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve is out. Miss Shannon is in. We're Hello. already arguing. Well, we're not arguing. It's just you we're and I. Have, we have a very uh, <laughs> odd couple relationship style. Okay. And that's just what happens every time we come in here. So I got into the studio first and did what I normally do when I'm in, in charge of the studio. Because today I'm a guest. So I come in, I'm like, turn on all the lights, click, moving up everything around and so she comes in and Donna's like you and the lights and I'm like you and these damn lights oh yeah I'm like all right grumpy Gus well put it back to cavenish no, in here I feel like it's more romantic what? when it's a little it's, dim it's 9 a.m why is it sultry why is it sultry <laughs> so we found a happy medium Correct. we're like halfway right and it's, then so now it's overcast basically yeah. in, in the studio so that we can both be you never know what's going to happen today. Oh yes. my gosh. Well, thank you for filling in. Thank we you appreciate you. It's I'm always glad fun. to be here. Uh, did you guys hear about uh, Judy Garland's iconic blue and white gingham dress? Yes. How it, did this get misplaced know, this way? This is so okay. interesting mm-hmm. because I was at the Judy Garland house, wherever that is. Okay. In you know, Grand Rapids. Okay. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. And just a couple of years ago, and then the Ruby slippers went missing. Okay. Shortly after. And I swear it was only a coincidence. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, what's going on, Donna they're not sitting in your They're not sitting in your closet waiting to pop up on eBay. Okay. Just don't look under my pant leg. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they eventually got found. Right. And apparently, 50 years ago, this dress went missing. Mm-hmm. And... One of the actress, an actress had gifted one of the dresses that Judy wore in The Wizard of Oz to the Catholic University of America mm-hmm. in 1972. And then a year or so later, it went missing. Right. But finally, the mystery has been solved. <laughs> Listen to this story. It's, it's really weird. So this guy, Matt Rippa, yes, who is a lecturer mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, operations coordinator at the university discovered its whereabouts as he was cleaning out a space in the Hartke building. Okay. He said, I looked in our archives, our storage closets, to no avail. I assumed that this whole thing was a tall tale, that they had the dress and right. then it went missing. 
But he ended up finding, seeing a trash bag on top of some faculty mailboxes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and my he, God. And he was curious, like, huh, oh, what's, what's, what's in that? that? Right? And he opened it up, and there was a shoebox inside. And then inside the shoebox was the dress. <laughs> so he brought it to an expert in Wizard of Oz memorabilia right. at the Smithsonian. And they confirmed that the characteristics of the garment were in line with the dress that Judy wore throughout the movie. They all have like a secret pocket on right. one side. And um, uh, they there's like a written by hand um, in writing specific to a single person who right. labeled all the garments. So everything was there. So now the dress will be stored in a special collections um area for the university Can you just imagine like uh, just think about it from our perspective where you've lost something that's only minimally of value right and how oh much God. how much it bothers you <laughs> right. Can you imagine the person back in 1972 who was responsible for putting that shoebox away right. and they're like i just i know i just had it i just I had put it, it down for I put a it minute down, and then i went all of it i was going to the bathroom and i was going to get a drink of water and then i came back and then i don't know where i put the and box was gone. and now the box has been gone oh my gosh if i had a dollar for every time i did that yeah so that's amazing so yeah. congratulations to Yay. them mm-hmm. Because she's, you know, a hometown girl. We got to make sure that uh, we share this news with everybody. <laughs> and I'm sure that this whole time they're like, no, really, we had one. And they're like, right. <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> sure, you had one of those right. dresses. Such an interesting story, though. Um, also, I don't know what you guys are watching, but I got sucked down the below deck on Bravo oh, Hole no. again. Oh, my gosh. Why? Oh, no. Because I haven't seen any of them. I only hear about it when you talk about it. It's very addictive. Uh And it's very, it's good. Like, I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's all about yachting. Yes. Like, real yachting, not Mm -hmm. yachting, like the term that Colleen and Bradley use to describe, (laughs) like, prostitutes. And, yeah, escorting. Oh, gotcha. Um, Gotcha. But it's just so interesting. Um, Last night, the episode I watched was Roy Orbison's son. Mm -hmm. And... Roy Orbison's son's son. Okay. And and their family, they were a repeat charter guest. And you guys, I had such bad secondhand embarrassment. This guy's mission when he got on this boat was to get wasted. Oh, wow. He's got two babies, like a toddler and a baby. So he's like, they can't leave. So we're just throwing down. So he's partying up. His wife is getting PO'd as she's sitting there and just trying not to say anything Mm because they're on camera and they probably had to sign a, you know. A release. Yep. So he is so wasted. And I'm just like, oh, he's going to see this footage and it's going to be out there forever. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't care. Or he Obviously, doesn't care. His wife cares, but he sounds destructive. I mean, like self-destructive. Yeah. And that's and, interesting. And so they're all sitting there eating dinner, and every guest has got like a dirty look on their oh, face no. and they're not saying anything. And then he wants to jump off the boat. Um, and then he's like going to his wife, I love you. And she's like, go to bed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it's kind of like, Michiana, it's kind of like uh, upstairs, downstairs, down okay. Abbey, because you've got yes. the crew and their whole life. Yep. Right. And it's a bunch of young people who some of them are really good at organizing and taskmasters. And there's always inner fighting. And then there are people that party too much. They gotcha. get fired. And then you've got the rich people each the week guests. that come on. Right. Yes. So, okay. It's, so it's just a, a, a soup 
of different personalities. Uh-huh. Going, yes. Okay, see, I get the appeal of those kind of shows, and I wouldn't. I, I would have a variety of secondhand embarrassment because whenever <laughs> this is why I have, this is whenever I tap out of a reality show like this when I feel like they're exploitive of the people um, who have. Clearly, problem. A, a, a lot of problems. And so I'm fine with shows like certain shows where you, you know that everybody bought into it. Yes. And that there's a reason and they're just playing it up, you know, that yes. kind of thing. But when it crosses that line into I'm like, I don't, does this person really understand how exploited they're being? Exactly. And, and that's when I feel bad. Me too. Like yeah. um, Kim Richards is a good example um, on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, gosh, why are they letting, why are right. they showing this footage? Exactly. Like, it's it's un- right. Yeah, exactly. So that's, you know, that's when it's always that. And that's a fine line. I know, because you know, we want to see it. Yes. But we feel bad as human beings. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. For the people involved. Right. Going, I want, empathy. If I knew they were getting some sort of help, whatever that help is that they require, I'd be like, okay, cool. You know, but right. <laughs> that's why I could never watch shows like Dr. Phil because I never felt like he was really helping people. He was just showcasing people that had all these issues. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is not entertaining Good to point. me. Yeah. Good point. So, but if it's, but I'll watch that, the bottom. The, I feel like of, of the way that Don described it. Mm-hmm. I'll watch the below the the the, the below, below decks, deck. yeah, and be totally fine with that. And then every once in a while, I have to tap out on the rich people. Well, the rich people normally are just um, a little entitled. Sometimes they're really nice, <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of got a it's like a fantasy island type okay. of thing where it's always a new guest and on was, the charter. Are they so rich that you just don't care that bad things happen to them? Sometimes, no, well, not no, quite. Okay. No, it's not that bad. And but you know, are. I don't even think they're paying for the charter. <laughs> um, they they are. It's a discounted rate, though. Okay. Because I looked it up on their website, oh, and you can work. on the network, and it's like if you're interested in being on the show, you can get this yacht for a discounted rate. Interesting. Basically, that's how they trade out their time. Fair and they probably okay. end up paying the whole thing by the twenty five thousand dollar tip they leave at the yes, end of it. Ma'am. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Anyway, I just had to share that with someone. We'll get to what you guys are watching coming up at 930 because sure. I'm very interested. Uh, but when we come back, we have some things that make us go, huh? Like I will tell you what's inside the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Huh. It might surprise you. We'll get to that and more fun facts that you can't use coming up next <laughs> on My Talk. I just needed some dirt. Thank you. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220 and 520. On my talk 1071. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex, and you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. 
Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. One Oh seven one everything entertainment. Steve is out. Miss Shannon's in. Hello. Hey Hello. girl. Hey. hey producer. Don McLean hanging with us Hello. for the next 45 minutes. And we got some fun facts. Things that make you go. Just little tidbits of information we like to share so you can annoy all your friends later on today. <laughs> yes. Did you know that blah, blah, blah? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, key limes, yes. for example, were considered a weed in Florida until the great freeze of 1894 destroyed all the lemon groves. Oh. I can imagine that. Farmers ended up replanting Mexican limes instead, and they became known as Florida Key Limes. Mm. I feel like Key Limes are the same as when I think about crab apples. Like, until you make it something bougie and delicious dessert-y, then nobody wants them. So it's basically just an apple. Like a key lime. lime? Like a lime is just, a key lime is just a lime, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not, like, special. No. Isn't it kind of like... Oh, yeah. The same thing like rhubarb. Isn't rhubarb just a weed? Yeah. Okay. In so, fact, that we've decided friend. to make into something delicious. Yes. Okay. All so, right. Yes, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yes. So I have a friend who's always like, if you have any rhubarb in your yard, will you, you know, cut some for me? Because uh-huh. she likes to make pies and desserts. Yes. Yes. It's so funny that it's just like there. <laughs> like you could be at the dog park and be like, there's some rhubarb. Let oh, me get my, my clippers. Right. <laughs> really? See, my mom planted it. So I didn't know it was just a wild growing oh, thing. Oh, interesting. It's a sprout that just pops up sometimes. And you're like, oh, so you're lucky to get this. And other people just get, I don't know, regular weeds. Right. <laughs> so you got the, the a bunch bonus. Of dandelions. Exactly. Yes. Which I'm like, again, we're like, dandelions we need for bees. And then they make tea. But uh, before that, yeah. you're like, just another weed killing right. grass. <laughs> and we're no. like, Oh, if we could only do something with buckthorn, yeah, which uh, overtakes yards too. Anyway, right? Uh, the inside of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Mm-hmm. What do you think might be in there? Dust, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Both very good guesses. Okay, one of you is closer to the truth than the other. Chocolate? No. Nope. Oh darn! It's just a hollow cylinder from the bottom up. There's nothing in it. I bet you. I wonder what used to be in it. Like how the 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 floors used to be in it, or was it always just empty art? No follow up questions, Miss Shannon. Oh, sorry. Okay. All I, right. I I will don't know. over I Google that it. later. Okay. Because <laughs> now I'm curious. I kind of am too. Because I have a mini one, a little ceramic. Oh, sure. My, my kid got into, or recently is into a lot of like uh, landmarks and, and things oh, like sure. I don't even remember what started him on this eBay. eBay like historical hole. monuments yes. and landmarks. So okay. I think he saw them in one of his Cars movies. And like in a montage or one of his movies. And so now he's all like Leaning Tower and Eiffel Tower and and different bridges like the Golden Gate and this. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So we've been collecting these oh, 3D puzzles cute. of stuff who, uh, uh, of course, are empty on the inside because right. they're, you know, they're, they're puzzles. <laughs> they're, yes, paper. Right, yeah. So we've been collecting all of these things. And so you would think I would look up and like do my due diligence as a parent trying to help him with his I'm like he just likes the thing yeah but I haven't yeah, been yeah. telling him and don't you know here's the thing about the leaning tower <laughs> well but now I can tell him those You're are hollow in real life <laughs> and you are welcome my friends thank you uh, in the <laughs> 1920s and 30s listen to this you're gonna you're not gonna believe this <clears throat> people used to have cages built to hang out of their apartment windows okay so they could put their what in them? Cats? Close. Children? Yes. Oh, no. no. Their what? babies in these cages to hang out of their apartment windows because they believed it helped keep them healthy and growing. Because they got some air so you would get, you would and air sunshine. out your baby. Ugh, oh, no. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, you hear like cars honking and, and or the- crows Pounding on the outside like of the pigeons, thing. Pigeons <laughs> harassing your baby. God, no. that's terrifying. Yes. I can't believe that would even be legal. But then again, it's no longer legal. But back then, they're I like, this remember, is amazing. That. <laughs> Whoever wore a seatbelt in the 70s <laughs> right. and 80s. Oh, I laid in the back seat of the window. I mean, in the, the station the back wagon. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So. Me too. And then I'd leave my crayons up there and they'd melt <laughs> right. and my dad would get mad. <laughs> I know nobody right. did anything. So like, we are just slowly. Helmet. What's that? Right. So we have slowly learned like maybe that's not safe, <laughs> right. and some old right. things don't need to be new again. That's just, right. yeah, I'm not because <laughs> every once in a while one of those old timey trends pop back up, and it will be like, hey, it's really in your best interest. I'm like, there's other ways to get your kid to get sunshine and air. <laughs> yeah. So you don't need to go for a walk. Well, correct. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, then if you like that one, you'll really like this one. <laughs> The word husband mm-hmm. comes from the Old Norse word husbandi, okay, which means master of the house. Mm-hmm. Mm, the word wife comes from an old Indo-European word weep, yeah. which means to wrap and might have referred to the veil that okay. brides wear. <sighs> Doesn't yeah. some of this stuff just pick you off? That's yeah. why we're trying right now. Yeah, and then you go, this is why we're trying to like, Dismantle the patriarchy. Like all of yes. <laughs> Whenever I hear yes. those old timey words, I'm like, yeah, we can let that go. Yeah, mm-hmm. we need to do more than that, though. I feel sometimes it's like, uh, a don't tell us what it means, because then we won't get mad. But like, let's just. Oh, you only have yourself to blame here, Donna. You told us what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read it and I had to unburden myself. And with I, the knowledge. I like the knowledge because then when I end up being on, when I get on a mini soapbox and, well, I don't use that word anymore, mm-hmm. then I can go, well, here's the historical context as to why I'm no longer using that word I like and that it. label. So I'm good with that because people can still go, all right, I don't mind. Because there's always going to be, be people who don't mind 
that it used to be all old time. Yeah, they're just vintage. Goes part of history. Yeah, and yeah. there's people like us that are like, I'm going to make up a new word, and then everybody can be mad yes. at me for making up a new word. <laughs> <Are> exactly. <you? laughs> Plastic partner. Right. You know? Exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, when we come back, let's talk about um, what you guys are watching. It's okay. not something that's on my radar. It's Marvel, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I am very much interested. Is it Loki? Yes. Oh, I can't wait to hear about okay. it. So we'll get to some of that. In the meantime, let me remind you that you can check out Listener Rewards for the month of July. You can enter to win a $150 gift card uh, from Visa to use on some summer fun, tickets to Cat Video Festival, see everything up for grabs and listener rewards on our app or at mytalk1071.com. We'll be right back. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy, somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Hi, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Steve's not here. Miss Shannon's here, though. Hello, hello. Hey, girl, hey. So I know that you and our... Uh, beloved Dawn McClain yes. has oh, something beloved. in common. Yes. Yes, I like beloved. beloved. Yes. Um, Producer extraordinaire. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so so you, guys... you don't watch any of the, the Disney plus Marvel shows, Donna. No. Okay. All right. No. That's okay. You don't have to say it like that. Like, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wish I did because I kind of do have a little FOMO. Look, I look at it like this. that You guys always talk about shows that I'm like, I'm interested in them, but I'm, all, I'm more interested in you and your love of it. So I'd rather have you tell me about it because there's only so much time. Right. So you don't have to watch these. Don and I will watch them for you because okay. they're time consuming and they're, you know, there's a whole wor- like world, world of, of and history yeah. also that yes. I'm not aware of. So the two big things that happen in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe and Marvel Universe lately is Loki, which uh, was a Disney Plus show that yep. wrapped up last week. Black Widow. And, yeah, Black Widow dropped in theaters. So those are the two things that got okay. all, uh, all us Marvel nerds all up in arms. So have you seen Black Widow yet, Don? No, I have not because I don't consider myself a Marvel nerd. Gotcha. I am and I'm such a Marvel nerd that I want to see it in the theater and I was too busy last week and didn't have a got chance it. to go so I'm go on Wednesday. Oh, good. Um, yes, I'm going to go on Wednesday. Um, but you don't worry about anybody going, oh, spoilers, ah, whatever. I don't care. I'm going to go watch it anyway. <laughs> um, but Loki, if we're going to talk about it, Don, is it far enough away that we can talk about your opinions on the finale yeah. and not worry about blowing everybody up? Yeah, if, you because know, kind of it was uh, last Wednesday was right. the finale. So you so had time. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yes. Okay. All right. So this was the season finale. We've already know they've already let us know that they're going to be season two. That went by fast. Yeah, it was only six episodes. Okay. On on average, about part of it. Right. On average, about (laughs) forty-five, fifty minutes of what we're running. Um, We went through this really long character arc between uh, Loki and and basically it was a whole story about whether free will is a thing. Right, Don. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that's the part where I get to this finale. Whether I'm kind of upset with that part about it, but I really enjoyed it. So I think that Don and I, in our pre-conversation, we both really liked. I enjoyed the finale. I enjoyed the whole series. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it was a waste of time. The thing about it that does make me feel like it was a waste of time is they're so intent on that free will conversation at the end that the way that they kind of wrap it up 
makes me feel like, well, why did I bother to watch the first five episodes if you're saying that those were all predetermined and it didn't matter? Okay, when you're saying free will, you mean like how we all have free will. Correct. So the story is a big, it's a lot about, there's a a big bad, we'll call him, so there's a villain that Mm -hmm. we meet in this final episode that it seems as though this villain has has set up the universe. Let's say that they, they a lot of things happen and because all of these negative things could happen, you are in a position where there's an eternal war 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 and the universe explodes and is no longer here. Mm. So this particular villain, we'll call him villain, decides, "Hey, I can fix all that, but what I have to do is set up a way that I predetermine everything that happens so that the end outcome is this positive outcome where everybody or the or the most people are okay? Does that seem like a good summation, Don? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that's where it gets complex. Because other than that, the show is just Tom Hiddleston and everybody running around and these things and Owen Wilson. It's a really beautiful show. Is I think. it all? Is it is it CGI? Some. Is it, okay. Oh yeah, there's got to so be. Some. Otherwise, it's like real live yeah. people right so people in costumes running around but they're on like these the the, the obviously these really in, you know intense and beautiful sets but they're also in different worlds and timelines so there's got to be cgi okay yeah, yeah that makes so, sense yeah okay and so that's where i kind of because we, we kind of saw because there's certain things that you saw in the trailer and like that has to still happen. And we knew that Jonathan Majors was probably going to be in this because he's the one that plays the villain in this episode, the okay. final episode. And he's already been mentioned in Ant-Man, the next Ant-Man movie. So we knew he was coming. OK, so it was just how is he going to get here okay. and what are they going to do with him? So that part was fun to see unfold. So I'm cool with that, Don. What do you think? <laughs> Donna has questions. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to explain it to no, s- in I'm, a way if you've never watched it. But why, you, you, how you to just make it made make a sense. comment that I want to understand as somebody who's not part of this gotcha. universe. Um, you said we knew this character, this actor, this actor was coming because they've mentioned that he's already had been cast in another. What does that have to do with anything? The way that Marvel works is that every they, movie's related to the other, to the kind of, you know, there's certain storylines that have to eventually tie back in. So the way that they had dropped, and this is when it gets hard for people who aren't Marvel nerds right. to keep up yeah. because Marvel said that these Disney plus shows were going to be important to the, to the overall thing. And I think even a bunch of us nerds were like, they're not really going to make it. Cause we know there's a lot of people like, like Don that only really usually watch the movies. Yes. And so I was going, okay, well, how are they going to do that? I don't read a lot of the comics. Right. So I think you're still okay. Not reading the comics because the comics, it's fun to know some of the background that I know, but even the way this, the, some of the characters they're reimagined or they'll take, two characters that are kind of in the same vein and squish them together and make them a new <laughs> character. Because that's what Sylvie is, who's one of the primary characters in Loki. Is She's really an amalgam of a couple of characters, so oh. which gives them license to have the character do stuff outside of what the comics would do. And that's what this final villain is, is he's really an amalgam of a couple of different things. And so it's interesting to see which direction he goes. And so, I mean, but if you look at it just from an acting perspective, and, and we'll see what Don thinks. I mean, watching Tom Hiddleston, who plays the primary Loki and some of the other characters in it as well, and Owen Wilson, and um, uh, uh, even Jonathan Majors, and all of the other actors that are in it, I think it was very well 
performed, cast, all of those things. I really appreciate that. So it's fun to see just Tom Hiddleston and Jonathan Major's character really just talk a lot. They, there's a lot of talking in this last episode. I, uh, Dawn, anything to add? <laughs> um, I would agree with Miss Shannon as far as it's, I think it's acted well. Mm-hmm. And I love, Loki is the god of mischief. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, I only know that because I had a cat named Loki. Fair oh, enough. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, and these I didn't are real him. Norse gods mm-hmm. that they use this. And his brother is Thor. So yes. they are not of this world. Correct. So he is thrust into the earth realm, Midgard. And basically... He's the most interesting character to me, and the reason why I love him is because he isn't inherently always good. Right. Like, there are shades of gray with him. Because he's not. He's good, and then he's bad, and then he's good, and then he has remorse, and so he's like a real person. Right. And, you know, and then he's bad, but he's like, well, I'm bad for a particular reason. And that's a lot of what the episode I mean, the series is about, is whether you can trust him, whether you can trust the other people. And, you know, do we make good, do we make villainous decisions for the right reason. And so there's a lot of that chatter in this one. But like all of the actors, like Sophie DiMartino, who's in it, you know, uh, Guga Mbathi-Raw, like there's amazing performances as far as like acting in this kind of show. Mm -hmm. I was very happy with all of the acting. Okay, yeah, acting was great. Yes. I have have to tell you guys, I don't remember what movie it was that I saw, but I saw it. Let's yes. say, I don't know, uh, Spider-Man. I don't okay. know what mm-hmm. it was. But I thought, wow, this is extremely creative. To right. take something that was in a comic book, mm-hmm. right? Like Because we had Batman in the yeah. 70s on TV. Right. Like, pow, yeah. bam. Yes. You know, like they would make it like the comic. Right. Um, it's so creative to see what was on the page turned into something with real live people instead of a cartoon right. or mm-hmm. something super campy. Yes. I like was happy Batman TV shows. I've watched all those back when they were like just all that, all the camp. So the fact that now I can just tell my friends who like, you know, like quality acting and stuff that we make those as well. And in in the comic book verse, I kind of am happy about that because I can go, well, here's what you I can give you a quick and dirty and go, here's what you kind of need to know. I'm sure you're going to have questions, but you can still watch it. And that's one of the things I think is great about the way that they're doing it. And but I am kind of I, 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 and we I think that this goes partially into our conversation we're going to have about Black Widow and what Disney is doing with the properties and saying, Mm -hmm. hey, we're super leaning in on Disney Plus. That kind of I kind of believe that even more now because they're like, no, we're going to put the movies over here as well. We're going to do all these other things. And so they are really just using this as an opportunity to flesh out this universe. But I wonder if it's going to get too much for certain secondary fans mm-hmm. so that's yeah, what i'm okay. worried about they're gonna feel behind because not only do they have to watch 15 movies that Correct. relate to each other but now they have to watch entire series which are six, six episodes but right. they're an hour each mm-hmm. so if you didn't watch you know uh one of the marvel series then right are you going to feel behind and not know what's going on right it's not See, and it seems overwhelming right people agreed up. agreed but i really in i really enjoyed it i you know we already know 
uh, that the story like it it ends on a cliffhanger that we have to pick up okay. season two or someplace. They have. They, I mean, they mm-hmm. they left our 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 villainous hero in the in the lurch. You know, kind yeah. of thing. So he's got to figure something out. Yeah. So overall, I really, I really liked it. I think Don, were you surprised to say? Did we expect me to pick it apart and not like no, it? No, no, no. <laughs> we already, we both already liked it. I knew you already liked it. Right. It's a, it's a really interesting concept, um, Donna, because basically Loki uh, has to come in contact with a bunch of different versions of himself. Right. Because it's a duplication of him. Yes. Oh. Doing bad things in different timelines like different different dimensions it's like another loki right has tried to do this thing and so there's a bunch of lokis and so some it's of really them are good just about human being correct. being human having different sides to you different yes. emotions different behaviors and that's where we're going to go with the, the villain yeah. that we have mm-hmm. is that's what he explains is well, I'm this particular version of me was good and altruistic, and there were some other ones that were as well. But then there were a bunch that were really bad, and, and so now I you got have to figure out deal with. Yeah, I got rid of them. So he's, that's exactly. Oh, what he, he did. just like killed him off. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah, kind of yeah. like a, I hate to liken it to this, but like multiple personality. Yeah. I mean, we all have right. different personalities, not a disorder, but different yes. personalities. Oh, I I wonder if I would like. I this. think you might. I think you would. There, like once you look at it that way. You know, there's a lot about each of the Disney Plus series that are really just stories, lines about people because they can do that because they have six episodes for you to get to know. And there's always this through line, you know, like, you know, WandaVision was really about grief and and mental health and mental wellness and mental illness, you know, Mm kind of thing. And uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is is a lot about history, legacy, and then also what's it like to be uh, the underdog or be American. So it's about, you know, your identity. And then you get to this one, and it is about all you, all, uh, all what Don said about all these multiple personalities and who's going to win, and is it okay to do something bad for the right reason? So there's more to it than meets no, the totally. eye. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I Got think you'll, you can, once you get uh, done with Below Deck... You can pop over here. <laughs> She'll never be done. <laughs> no, it never ends. And in. then when you get confused, you can just send Don and I a okay, text and yeah. like, we'll explain it to I you. I will do that. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Thanks for sharing that, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, when we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Uh, remember when we saw Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty um, announce the wrong movie at the Oscars <laughs> in 2017? Yes. I, it's not that bad, but something similar happened at the Cannes Film Festival Ooh. with Spike Lee. Mm. I'll tell you what he did when we come back on my talk 1071 hey good morning welcome back donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment steve's not here miss shannon's here Morning. Good morning. <laughs> Would your water bottle like to say anything? <laughs> Don, I have a new hydration bottle, uh-huh. and it's super loud. Like here. Oh. Oh, stop doing it. Maybe I fixed it. Hmm. <laughs> oh, it was making like a like a like, like a, a bottle sound? a gassy right. a gassy ah, noise. Of course, it's not going to perform. <laughs> maybe when we ask exactly. It to. <laughs> okay, maybe I just didn't have. Maybe I. You have to have a certain amount of <laughs> leftover. I'm glad it's quiet now. Thank you. Oh my god! Thank you for bringing it up, Donna. Because hey. I fixed it. <laughs> You're welcome. See, it's only because of me that mm-hmm. it's all better now. I uh, appreciate you. I got to tell you guys about Spike Lee. Check this out. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? <laughs> Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. 
Like this is something I would do. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> did you okay. watch it, Don? I did. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. So the the Cannes Film Festival has been going on, okay? And Spike Lee is this year's jury president, and he um, he was at an event. I don't know how they do it. I guess the jury is all sitting there and then people come out. I don't know if there was an audience. I mean, oh, huge audience. Huge audience. like the Oscars. You're yes. right. It's, you're right. It's this almost is like at a the very beginning of, of the show, too. Yeah, he's so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear what he did? So maybe it was a language mix-up because I didn't... I kind of misunderstood it, too, when I listened to this woman try to throw it to Spike Lee and... Asked him to announce the first prize, meaning the first prize of the night. He misunderstood that to mean the top prize. Here's how it went down. President, est-ce que vous pouvez nous dire quel sera le premier prix? Can you tell me which prize is the first prize? Yes, I can. Mais oui. Cool. <laughs> um, um. The film. That won the Palm Doors to town. Wait, 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 wait! Qui a reçu la Palme d'Or? Non. On a évité le pire. Non, non. Okay, so. Okay, Tara, il va lui expliquer comment ça se passe. Moi-même, j'ai bien fait de pas comprendre. Wait for it. J'avais dit à Thierry Frémo qu'il fallait pas que ça se passe comme ça. English. Rude. Oh my God! So English. English. Well, because now he knows they're talking about him. Because they went to the no, 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 no. And I, this is the part that I can relate. I dated a French dude for a while, and he would pop in and out of French, and I was like, "Stop it, English." I would do the same thing. I'd be like, "Unless we're in bed, knock it off." Exactly, and then just three words in French, the rest in English. Because I feel like they can they can do the same way that you talk to your dog, and you're like saying something really mean, but you said it in a cute voice, right? So. No, I agree, because he's like, that's the whole reason I messed up in the first place, is I was mesmerized by your Frenchness. And then... And they're like, no, no, no. Did he actually say it? I, I didn't hear it in that clip, but apparently he did oh, because God. he blurted out. And I could tell you, spoiler alert, it's already been announced. Right. So when he said... Palme d'Or. That's when they went, that's no, no, when no, no, she no. Went, no, not that one. <laughs> no, that's not, the top prize. Yes. That's like best picture. Yes, right. and it actually went to uh, Titan mm-hmm. from Julia Ducournau. <laughs> and But then, later on... He so almost blurted out again. Now, well, Sharon Stone was supposed to come out to announce the top prize that everyone now knew. Because that was the beginning, beginning of the show. <laughs> so it makes it so, like, less anticlimactic. Right, because now you're like, well, we already know the, the, the end of the book. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I feel oh bad for him. God. He did apologize, and he said, you know... In 63 years of life, I've learned that people get a second chance. This is my second chance, and mm-hmm. I apologize for messing up. I took It took suspense, a lot of suspense out of the yeah. night, and I understand. And please know it wasn't on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a language barrier. But this... Um, Why is he given that envelope anyway? Why is he given the whole list? Good like just, just give him what he needs to read. Do I not agree. say, here's the whole <laughs> list of winners. Yeah, but I mean, dummies. I think... Because... Isn't he? He's the president. He's the president this year. So oh. they probably just said, here's all of the stuff. 
And so he got the, you know, they they really just now they know that they're like, he's the dude we just can't tell any spoilers to. <laughs> like he's the, you know, like some of us some are really people. good at dancing around spoilers. And now we know Spike Lee is not that gentleman <laughs> oh, at all. Spike. Anyway, this the the woman who won for Titan, she, um, Julia Ducourneau, um, she <laughs> is. She didn't care. She was thrilled. <laughs> she's only the second female and the first solo female in history to win that honor this comes 28 af- uh 28 years after the win for the mm-hmm. piano by Jane Campion. So that's pretty wow. cool. Just another one of those things where we're like these so many of these institutions have been going on for so long with absolutely no representation right? in them. And so I mean I and I think that we're you know, all over the place, they're obviously working on going, no, we need to have more diverse judges and doing all the things. So it was absolutely. a big deal that Spike Lee was the president. Absolutely. And just, you know, so I think it's a, a definitely a, a step in the right dress, yeah. direction, even though he has a big mouth See, and loose lips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Do you guys like Spike Lee movies? Yeah. I mean, I think that's like they're hit or miss. Yeah. I'm like, I, uh, I probably 50-50. I never, Me too. I never hate the ones I don't like, but I'm kind of like, eh. eh. And I think that is seeing as how prolific of a filmmaker as he is, I'm not surprised. Right. You know, like you know, there's certain things like I. It, there's a lot of filmmakers where I'm going, okay, I liked this one, but that doesn't mean you have to like every single he's, movie that they made. He's a very um, New York kind of director. Mm-hmm. You know, I throw Quentin Tarantino in that same bucket that I like some of his movies, but I don't like them all. And Night Shyamalan. Yes. Another one. Uh-huh. Do you see his new one coming out? No. <laughs> so every time I see the, the preview for it, I'm like, why is oh, he call- the, it's the called beach. old? Oh, no, it's called old. Oh, I'm like, guess, why don't oh, wait. you call it like progression or because it's horrific and old, old means the most because they get old in like 20 I saw the trailer and I, was, know, I wish I could sounds, unsee the trailer it sounds the trailer so scares pedestrian. me there's no, there's no mystery to it I feel like do I need to see it I feel like I saw the whole movie <laughs> so they get old real quick <laughs> and don't call it old don't call it something else I think like something maybe artsy that, that he's making horror movies and getting old is a horror to some people correct so it's just call true, it old believe me is it just you know what about that whole thing the part of what made me like frightened by watching it is watching the terrified children i know they're like like, mom what's happening to me i can't watch the baby i was just 11 five minutes ago i'm like i just that i know myself i'm not watching that movie i'm gonna wait till it's out i'm gonna read every spoilerific thing because i just want to know the ending i want to know if everybody's okay i i care about them but i cannot watch that no it's I don't think they're going to be okay. It's coming out uh, uh, this Friday. Ooh. Old. All right. Everybody just fill my Twitter feed with the ending. I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right, Dawn, thank you. Thank you. Bye. We'll see you Bye. tomorrow. All right. Uh, we're going to have some music news when we come back. Rocco's going to have a dirt alert. Oh, look who Adele is dating. Did you hear this rumor? We'll get to that and some other uh, some other music news coming right up on my talk.